Have you heard the news? We are now offering coaching with Grind Together. Um, We are so excited. And for the month of September, we are offering free discovery sessions. So find the link below in the show notes or head over to our Instagram at grindtogether.podcast and book a free discovery session with us today. It's so exciting, honestly, going on this journey. And we would love to speak with anybody that feels either stuck in their lives or feels like they... They want to take a different direction with what they're doing or they're going through some pretty deep problems. We would love to talk to you. So please find those links and please reach out to us. Love you. Hey everyone. Welcome to the Grind Together podcast. We're the Grinders. I'm Lauren. And I'm Matt. And on this podcast, we want to create opportunities for growth through real conversation. Let's go. And we're back with another episode (laughs) Of the Grind Together podcast. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) for your nightly news. No, I'm just kidding. That was cute. I liked it. Oh, good. (laughs) That's funny. Guys, uh, we're so excited for this one. This one's probably going to be one of the funnest ones ever. So, This is probably, I said it a couple episodes ago and we like teased you and we just weren't quite ready to come out with all this fun stuff, but today is the day we are ready. (laughs) We are ready to announce all these fun things that we have been... I can't even talk. I'm so excited that have been happening in our lives. So buckle up, grab the popcorn, maybe some road snacks, a good drink. Oh gosh. And let's dive into this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I hope that a lot of people can relate with this one as well. I hope so. Um, because I feel like a lot of people are in the same situation that we were in. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of people that don't know how to take the steps to get to where we are. Yes. So, um, okay. So I want to start this episode off by sharing something that it's funny. We heard it like after we did all these things in our lives. Um, but we were reading a book and in the book, uh, you actually like read it before I did. So you shared it with me and you said like, Mm -hmm. this is so it's called the illusion of money. If you haven't read it, read it. It's great. Um, but you were like, Lauren, did you hear like the chapter? And he says this and he talks about, um, how people are always like, wow, they really fell off the deep end or, whoa, they're really like swimming in the deep end. Oh, yeah. um, and it's supposed to be a bad thing. But he's like, wouldn't you want to be in the deep end? Like the deep end is where all the cool stuff is. That's where like sunken ships are and and treasure and rare creatures. Like the shallow end is boring. It's like you, you, there's no adventure there. There's nothing. There's there's really not a lot in the shallow end. And And that made me laugh because I feel like a lot of people, after we decided to do these things, were like, whoa, they're, they're going off the deep end. Like, what in the hell yeah. are Matt and Lauren doing? And truly, like, I've said it episode after episode. Um, I, 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 I've never been happier than I currently have the last month of making the decisions that we have yeah. made. I'm not saying that it hasn't been hard. Um, and that it's been weird and an adjustment and we're still learning and all those things. And, and, uh, July was a hell of a month. Let's just put it that way. So let's dig into it. I was just going to say, let's get right to it. And so, um, guys, we quit our jobs, our day jobs, (laughs) our day jobs, like our salary paid. Yeah. Like our nine to five jobs. Um, Lauren's been a real estate agent since we got married. Um, but I've done a couple different things, but I've always had a sales job. Yep. Right. And. Yeah. And we've all, we were making amazing money, like really, really good money. And the situation that we were in was outside looking in perfect. Mm -hmm. Like we had the house, we had the cars. Our jobs are really, we're really flexible with our schedules. Jobs are really flexible, really lenient schedules. Like we could go on vacation when we wanted to, we could see our kids when we wanted to. Um, We kind of set our own schedules to, to a degree, like. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. But then it got down to it and we, I mean, we both looked at each other and we're just like, is this what we want to be doing? Right? Yeah. I mean, in a nutshell, <clears throat> we can go into the whole story. I was like, story. you're making it seem so easy <laughs> and it was not. But um, yeah, we quit our jobs and it was, uh, I think for a lot of people, that's a really scary notion. And I think for us too, it, it uh, at first glance, it was, it was really, really scary. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was a little bit less scary. And I'll kind of jump into why um, right now. And I think that, again, I hope a lot of people can resonate with this, but I was driving to my job one day and for my job, I actually go to the, I went to the office. Um, I pick up things and then I like take them to various places and I have to do like 
inspections on houses and things like that. And I was just driving up and down the same exact road that I always have driven down. And I was like, is this all life has to offer me? And when I thought about it that way, honestly, the realization of like, okay, great. I'm 31. I could be doing this for the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years of my life. But is this what I want? And I literally like without even going to coaching, without even doing the work that way, I had that question for myself of like, is this what I want for my life? Do I just want to go from point A to point B and then home and then to sleep and then do it all over again? Yeah. Um, and, and in essence, I wasn't doing myself any service because I wasn't growing as a human being. And I understood that. Um, but it was really hard to look myself. I mean, to even realize for myself that like, this isn't what I wanted. And I think that so many people out there are in the same exact position where they drive to work or they hop on their computer or whatever it is at home. And they're like, I'm working, working, working. And it's like, if you've ever seen school of rock, it's like for the man. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like, you're working for the man, you're working for somebody else doing their, what you're literally facilitating their dream, um, and building that up. And that gets daunting to a lot of people that really want something of their life that want to do their own thing. Right. Yeah. And I think that there's different personality types and my personality type just didn't mesh with not being able to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Right. Yeah. So that was kind of the first, um, first little straw of like, Hey, I'm really not happy. And then it, it went to, um, kind of extremes after that where I couldn't even find myself wanting to do the things that I was really good at in my job. Um, because my job was all about like whining and dining people. Like I would take people to lunch. I would take people golfing. I didn't have to sit behind a computer if I didn't want to, as long as I was getting deals in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but even then it was like, I couldn't even get myself to do those things. And so I was like, like I'm doing myself a disservice, but then I'm also doing my job a disservice and the company that I worked for because I'm not 100% in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I had to come to the realization of like, okay, great. What, what is it that I want to be doing and, and what steps do I need to take to get there? But I think that was like the first little piece for me. So, yeah. And like, I mean, I have my own journey Yeah. because I was never planning on stepping away from like my like my office type job. Cause I, I still am selling real estate cause it, I have full control over that and I can, right. I can do that. Um, and I want to still do that, but, uh, outside looking in, like on a spouse's side, like I remember when you came home and you were like, I'm really unhappy and I want to do like, I think, I think I might want to do something different. And I was like to hell with that idea. Like, who do you think you are? Like, you're so ungrateful. <laughs> no, truthfully. And, yeah. and like, it makes me sound like the wicked witch. And I, I kind of was and like for a really long time. No, but I, don't do that to yourself because any wife I think would think that same thing. And that's kind of why I bring it up is yeah. because like the initial thought was like, no, 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 no. Like I kept, I would always say to you, like, there are very few things I want to sacrifice because I'm really happy with the life that we're currently living. And I think the gro- potential for growth we can do, like my personality is very much like a, we can do it all. So we can, like, we can have the, the jobs that like are kind of structured, but not really. Cause they're still kind of flexible. Like you were potentially like looking at owning that company at some point in time, which yeah. I think is a huge piece to that. So in my mind, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is going to be amazing. Like you'll own this company. It's a great company. It like, do you know what I mean? Like the potential is amazing. So it's like, why would we not continue down that road? Because there's flexibility and there's like great money in it and it's good. And like, it's a, it's a, it's an adult job and like you're being so ungrateful. And that well, was I, my, like, that was like spouse's side. Like I was yeah. like, what the hell are you doing? Like what, how, like what are you going to do if not? And I was so I nervous that, for that. Right. Can we pause there? Yeah. Cause I, I knew that from your side as well. And I felt that for so long. Yeah. Like for probably a year, maybe two. Yeah. Where it was like, hey, I'm really not happy in this job, in this position. I don't want to be doing this anymore. I feel called to so much more. Um, but I know, like, I know the responsibility that I have to provide for the family, to bring home the money, to whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think like, oh, big- and, it, and it did help. It, it, I mean, Lauren makes more money than I do. 
right? Yeah. She always has made more money than I do. Um, and I think that that's a big factor in, in the whole decision thing is just like, okay, cool. And her, her stance on everything was, Hey, if we want to make more money, we can like, we both had commission jobs. We could both get there. Right. Yeah. Um, like it was totally up to us. And I think that that's a, I love that about you. Right. So that, that helped a lot. But to your point of, um, like I had so much potential in the company that I was in. Yeah. Right? And so it seemed so dumb to and walk seems, away from that. And it seems super, super dumb to anybody outside looking in. Yeah. Right? And so I had a hard time wrapping my head around that for a really long time because I was like, and I knew I was holding you back. Like yeah. I didn't ever want to say it, but like I knew, I knew I was holding you back because I had so much fear behind <clears throat> truthfully. Like if you know our story at all, like I like when we first got married, like I mm -hmm. worked and you went to school. So like I have always been for the most part. You've all, yeah, I've all, you've always like, made more money. Yeah. I've made more money, which mm -hmm. like isn't a bad thing, but it was like finally in our relationship, I felt like I had some help and some, some, some support mm. in this sense of like, right. oh, I don't have to bust my ass to get a, like a, a listing or a buyer this month. Right. Like I can kind of breathe because like between the, our two jobs, like our overall expenses are kind of paid for. And now my commissions are kind of like saving money or play money or they're cushioned here. And like, yeah. it was kind of a relief to be honest. Um, and I'm saying it's like, we have a bunch of money in our bank account and I will share at one point in time what our savings account was at when we decided to quit because I think it's <laughs> so important for people to realize that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And, uh, but for me, it really was like, shit, he's going to quit or he keeps talking about being unhappy and I don't understand this. And like, I'm pregnant and I'm going to have a baby and I'm going to have to bust my ass. And all I've said this entire pregnancy is how I want to like kind of step back from some of the things that I am doing. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to be like, you take the lead now and you be the breadwinner and like, I'll still do real estate and like, I'll do my stuff, like how, kind of how I want it. But like, yeah fly Matt fly and I I didn't realize that like I feel like I kind of gave you that permission and I didn't realize you were going to do what you did with it and I'm mm, okay. kind of grateful that you did oh that's where I was going with there's that there's the like, wrinkle okay do you know what I mean like I yeah. feel like I kind of pushed you in that direction of like figure mm. your potential out like you can do this yeah and maybe I didn't like I think I was trying to I do mean, you it would say over and over again like I feel like I'm holding you back and yeah. in, in my mind I'm like not that you're holding me back because at the time I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Yeah. And so it's not like I was just going to up and leave my job and figure and you know what I mean? And so totally, but, um, but I want to talk about a, a little bit about like the potential that we both saw and everybody else would see in the position that I was in. Yeah. Right. Um, because genuinely I could have, I could have gone down the road and I envisioned going down the road five, 10 years from now being at that company and potentially owning it. Yeah. Like, and that was real life for me. Like that was the reason that I was at the company that I was at. Right. Yeah. Cause I had a chance to buy in. I had like, there was so many, there was so much upside and potential in that. But it's so funny because when somebody, I mean, anybody outside looking in, that's not me. Right. Mm -hmm. Is going to be like, you're the dumbest person for not doing that. But if you've ever felt the way that I feel or felt in that position or in the position that you're at the job that you're at, you'll understand. Yeah. Because it's like, no matter what story you tell me of what could happen with the potential of this job, however much money it is, whatever that outcome looks like, it could not keep me from doing what I want to be doing. Yeah. And it was causing so much like contention inside of myself. Right. And, and I know that there's so many people out there that can relate to that because there's so many people that have something that they want right? And they're not, they, they, they can't do it air quotes because of the money aspect of it or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of hide themselves and repress themselves and they just stay in the job that they have because that's what's comfortable. Yeah. Right. And they don't like, we don't like getting uncomfortable and that's just the reality of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so no one would have known how I was feeling, what I was thinking or what I was actually wanting. Right. And everybody could just see from the outside looking in like, Hey dude, you would be so dumb not to take this opportunity. Yeah. Right. Truthfully. And so, even and even, that. yeah. And even my wife felt that too. And, but it's like, I wish I could explain a little bit better that the, none of that mattered to me. And the only thing that mattered to me 
I guess this is the way to explain it. Like genuinely the money didn't matter. The accolades didn't matter. The title of owner, whatever it is, didn't matter to me if I wasn't happy actually doing it. Yeah. And there's a term of like living a life undivided. I don't think that you can live a life undivided and be your true self and be truly, truly happy if you're definitely not doing what makes you happy. And I think that that's where like our society in a whole has things a little bit off kilter. Totally. And I think that's like where like mine comes into play because I was very much under the impression of like, no, 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 no. I can, I can do it all. Yeah. I can figure out how to be happy in any situation. Like I can make it my own. Right. And I think like the thing you and I keep coming back to is like the reason that we stepped away from what we stepped away from was because we couldn't create it how we wanted it. Like, yeah. As much as we wanted to be a part of it, it was just like, it wasn't ours. And like, it, it was, wasn't going, yeah. and it wasn't going to be ours for a while. And we didn't know when that was going to happen. And, mm-hmm. and, and it felt like we were building and creating and kind of al- almost limited in that sense. Like I would say you and I are a little bit more cr- like of the creator type that way. Yeah. And we felt a little bit like restrained to a certain degree. Um, but like the day that I quit, was so funny to me because I went in that morning like <laughs> I can do this like this is gonna be amazing and my morning went awesome and I was like I can totally do this like yeah. I can one million percent make this happen and this was after like I quit after you which was funny because I was like oh I can't quit now like <laughs> and I like we're kind of all over the place with like how it all panned out and I don't know if maybe we should like backtrack no, okay. a little bit but for me it was like I can do it. Like I can do it all. I, I, I'm not super, super like crazy over the moon happy about where I'm at, but like I can hold out for a while and I, I can kind of like I had control. So like what I was doing was uh, like technically kind of coaching uh, like real estate agents, like new agents that were coming training. into the business training. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like setting up education courses for them and kind of guiding them through how to get business and all that kind of stuff. Just yeah. like to, I feel like most time people are like, what the hell do you do? <laughs> um, and I created all of that. I started, I, I was my idea to start it years ago. Right. I, t- I brought it um, to the company and was like, hey, this is, I want to do this. I think this is needed. I did it like that for a while. Then I came to them again, like earlier in the year. And I was like, hey, I think we need to implement more of like an actual training program where like they can meet one-on-one with me, but then I'm also training and like teaching and all these things. And I genuinely like, it's funny because it was mine. Like, yeah, I created it. I, I, I established it. It was like, what well, it was like a passion of mine for a really long time. And so when I was like, I was unhappy, it's like funny. Cause it's like, you literally are the one that asked for it. So yeah. why are you unhappy in it? And, uh, yeah, I just, I remember going in that day and I was like, I can make this work. Like I can totally make this work. I'll figure my schedule out. It's great. Like I was training like probably how many times a week, four times a week. No, you probably had like six calls a week. Yeah. And on six, top of yeah. selling, on top of mm-hmm. doing grind together stuff on top of like, it was just a lot and I was feeling that. Um, but I walked in and my coaching, like my, my training and coaching calls that day were like awesome. Like they were, yeah. they were money. And I was like, this is, I'm loving this. This is great. And then I had to talk to somebody. Um, and, uh, it was like a light switched and I was like, I can't, it was funny cause you were waiting for me outside mm-hmm. and I, had a full meltdown. Like I held it together throughout <laughs> my conversation with that person. And, uh, I remember just sitting there and just thinking like, they don't see my value. Like they don't like, right. no, like no one is, is seeing my value. I really felt like that. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I've done all this stuff and nobody's, which is like, Oh, what was me? Whatever. But like, I genuinely felt that it was like, a. I don't know. I feel like people may relate to that where they're in a position where they feel like they're like excelling and doing everything possible that they could do and doing the best job that they can do. And it's just never good enough for somebody. And uh, that's how I felt. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm done. Like I'll go work at McDonald's. Like I can't, they actually pay pretty well, but like I can't do this anymore. Like I, I physically can't. And so I like had a full meltdown in the bathroom because I, held my emotions in during the conversation because I wanted to appear strong and yeah. masculine. I don't know, like stand my ground. <laughs> and I got in the car with you and I lost it. And I like couldn't stop crying. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm so sorry. And and in my head, I was like, holy shit, we're walking away 
from pretty big number a pretty good number a month that covers it's safe it was so safe yeah and i don't know how in the hell we're gonna like survive that's honestly how i felt and i'm like getting emotional talking about it because it's like it was so scary and i remember i looked at you and i was like i don't even care what it takes i can't i can't do this anymore i can't feel like this anymore and it was like it's funny because like you, we keep saying like we don't expect people to understand and we never ever ever will because I don't think you can understand until you're in that position and people have told us how crazy we are and I've said like in, a, in a other episodes like we've had conversations and people treat us like we're victims of like oh my gosh are you going to be okay and and I've had meltdown after meltdown of like we have three almost four kids and like what did we just do and and like truthfully like I said I would share this like when we both quit I remember for a while we were like we'll quit when we have like a hundred grand in our savings account which like yeah. we've never been good at saving our money literally ever so the thought of that is like astronomically impossible in my mind um I remember like a couple maybe it was like a week after we quit and I was like sobbing in our in my <laughs> room and you were like it's okay like we, we're gonna figure this out and uh I was like, who quits their jobs and has $72 in their savings account? And you and I were just <laughs> laughing. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're living off $72, but that's what's in our, that was what was in our savings account. Yeah. And I think that that's important for people to know. Like, it's not like we have this, like, because everybody tells you it's yeah. like, yeah, you have to have six months saved up to be able to live. Right. Or to be able to do your thing, or you've got to set everything up. Like guys, I've heard this a million times. Yeah. And it's kept me from quitting my job so many times where it's like, oh, you have to set everything up so you're perfect. So when you quit your job, you know what you're going to do. And you have money rolling in and all this stuff. Like, guys, that did not happen for us. No. That is not what happened. <laughs> we literally just, we had to listen to ourselves yep. and to tell, like, it was like, hey, I trust myself enough. And that's been a huge thing for us. Another story point that we can do is trusting yourself. But I trust myself enough that if I'm going to take the leap, that this is going to work out. Yeah. Right. And there's only one person that you can bank on because w- I found myself going to people for advice. Yes. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Going to like, like air quotes, rich people for advice or people that have done things in their life and have been successful or, but the reality is, is I don't know their finances. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know where they're going. I don't know what they have. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I kept outsourcing all of these opinions, but I would never ask myself. And that's when it got super, super real is when I started to ask myself, like, hey, I don't really trust myself. I'm outsourcing all of this crap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so I love that you said that because it's just like, we, like Lauren said, we were never good at finances ever. Mm -mm. Right. And so like we, we literally quit our jobs and we didn't even know like what we needed to make monthly to be able to survive. Right. And so like the day after we quit our jobs, we're like, well, what are our expenses? We got to figure that out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we like did like little bits of that ahead of time, but there was never that like pressure to Mm -hmm. do it. Um, And I know we'll probably get asked this question. So it's like how it looked like for us was nothing special. We literally pulled our bank account out and wrote down our monthly expenses, like the things that we have zero control over, like our mortgage, our cars, our health insurance, our yeah, the stuff like, that you have like to the pay things for. You have to pay you for just can't to not like, pay for it. Yeah, yeah, like we have to pay these. If we don't, we foreclose or we like we get so our. So that was car pretty much repoed. like our bottom line. It was like this is what we have to be making <clears throat> to be able to survive right now, right? If yeah, we don't want to change. And those were so. like our. Those were like our. Um, if you're like making a spreadsheet or whatever, this would have been helpful for me. So I'm sharing it, but like, <laughs> oh, cool. um, those were like our things I could not change. I have zero control over them. I can shop them. I can try to change them. They may yeah. adjust here or there, but like they're pretty set in stone. They're not going anywhere. So like, mm-hmm. what is that overall number and figuring that out? And then our second category was like, okay, subscriptions or monthly costs that we have that we're paying for that maybe we don't have control over. Like we still need to pay for them, but maybe what could we cut out? So like for us, it was like nanny, um, we're sound, I'm going to sound like such a diva right now with the things I'm about to list up. <laughs> a nanny, a house cleaner, um, Netflix, Netflix, like, Disney plus mm-hmm. ESPN, uh, like any of my kids activities, any of my subscriptions, gym memberships. Um, I was like paying for like a, you know, like my eyelashes, nails, like whatever it was that I could think of that is coming out monthly out of my bank account went in that category. Yeah. And from there we had to 
literally say, okay, cool. What can we live without? Right. Like, what can we live without? Mm -hmm. Like, and we got rid of so many subscriptions. We got rid of memberships. We were like, okay, cool. Can we do this ourselves? Yes. Like, okay, cool. The house cleaners for me are a big thing. I was like, I don't know if I can give that up being as pregnant as I am. So I was like, okay, maybe we go down to from one like twice a month to once a month or do you know, like kind of compromising just kind of seeing how that would look. Um, and then we had like our yearly expenses. Like I have yearly things I have to pay for. So do you, they come out at different times. So figuring out what that overall number was. Um, and then I was always like, what's our monthly budget on like outside stuff? Like, what does that look like? Like, what's our credit card statement? Like how much are we spending on groceries? All that kind of stuff. And, and those things were harder to figure out, but I kind of once, once it, and I always thought I needed that. But once we figured out like our bottom line number of like, okay, well, these are things that like come out automatically and like we have to pay these. Yeah. It made the other stuff easier for me to track spending a little bit easier because I was like, okay, cool. If I have X amount, if my bottom line's X and I know I only have this much in my bank account, how like I don't really have a ton to play with here. So yeah. from there... Though it really was for us of like, uh, okay, cool. What are we willing to get rid of? What right. what can we live without? And that was really cool for us to detach from a lot of things. Um, because you said at the beginning, um, you were like, I, when I told you like, Hey, I think I want to quit my job. I don't love the life that we're that. And it was super selfish of me, but I was just like, I, like, is this it? Right. Yeah. And you told me, you're just like, that sounds so ungrateful. Yeah. Like, like I was like, that I busted built. my ass to have this right. life. Like, and no. it's like, but, and, and, and I can see that now where it yeah. was like, what we have is awesome. But I think the vision for my life was just, it, it's been so much different. It's, it's like, I love the life that we've built, but I think that there's a lot more. Totally. Right? And it's interesting because we're talking about going from making some good money to not making money hardly at all. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and, and so it's like, well, how does that make sense if you're going to go down to zero? Right. And the only way that I can kind of describe it is that, um, as we, and we've had this conversation, we even had this conversation right after we both quit and it was like, okay, great. Well, if we have to go down, if we have to sell literally everything, cars, house, everything, is this still worth it for us? And right? neither one of us are like, without even are, batting an eye, we're like, yes. Yes. And like, that was the coolest realization to be on the same page with my spouse of like, Hey, this is the journey we want to go on. This is where, this is what we want to do. And we're willing to literally lose everything in order to get it. Yeah. And I think like, I, kn- I know it was so much easier for you than me. I feel like. No, it wasn't. Maybe it was just a longer journey. Yeah. I don't know. And I, mine was just like radical, like all of a sudden, like, <laughs> and I do want to share that on this. Like, I yeah. do want to kind of share like my little come to Jesus moment. I keep calling it that. No, but I was going to, yeah, well, that, I was going to go but, back to that. But yeah, I mean, we keep going. But Sorry. I was just like <laughs> the, that thought is super scary. Yeah. Of, of, and I know that you were in that position where well, I think too, the thought it's of like, giving up the life that you've built is really, really scary because, and I would always hear it in like in Instagram posts and from my like friends and, or mentors or anything like that. And it's like, if you're not willing to drive the cheaper car, just because you're worried about what people are going to think of you, then there's a problem there. Yeah. And it's really true. And it's that we're so wrapped up in what the world thinks of us rather than what we think of ourselves. Totally. And that's a hard realization for people to come to. And it was a really hard one to come to for me. Yeah. Because I liked the truck. I liked the look. I liked people thinking that I was really, really well off. Right? I loved it. Yeah. Um, no, and for me, it was like, okay, cool. I now have to like button down what 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 is important to me. Lauren loved to shop. Like she would buy the stuff. Like I love to shop. I But like I shared in last week's episode, I've realized how unhealthy that habit was, which I used to get really angry at you about <laughs> it. And I'm now realizing it's obviously because it was an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like buying stuff for the kids and I, I mean like, and everybody's like, wow, your guys' timing on this is like just real shitty because I'm literally having a baby in, in a month and a half. Like yeah. I, we are bringing another child into this world, which is great. And it's so exciting, but things come up and like, for us, it was like, okay, cool. What are we going to do? What do we need to go down to? What, what does this look like? Like, cool. Like, are we okay? Not eating out? Like we're not door dashing. We're not, there's no more. It's funny because I looked at it as like, oh my gosh, we're downgrading and like we're sacrificing. And it hasn't really felt like that at all. At all. It's been simple. 
I would say. Like the best word to put is simple and calm-ish at times <laughs> um, because it hasn't been sunshine and rainbows. Like I'm not saying we quit our jobs and, and then like the rainbows appeared and, and, and no, there's a lot God more. was like, oh yes, children, you did the work. Good job. Here you go. No, You're blessed. Like we yeah. had fucking car problems up the wazoo after <laughs> like you and I, like it got to the point almost where it was like comical. Like I was just like, what else is going to happen? Like, yeah. and we just kind of had to laugh about it and just be like, we'll figure it out. Like, it's okay. Cause again, right. going back to that, like, would we change anything? No. Like I catch myself so often, even on the days that are really hard being like, I wouldn't change anything. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't change taking the course. Um, one of the biggest things for me with making this huge decision were like the relationships in my life of like, am I going to lose important relationships? Like that was my biggest concern. Like when you quit and I didn't know you were quitting, I think that's a really good point. We should probably point out. Um, (laughs) I didn't ask for permission or anything. I just went and did it. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. We're backtracking. I'm going to tell my, my, my story. Is that okay? No, absolutely. because I want to lead into you not telling me. Yeah. So I kind of want, yeah, let's backtrack. Um, let's start from the beginning almost. So go okay. for it. Okay. So like three years ago, yeah. <laughs> that long ago, um, we've talked a lot about energy reading on, on this podcast yeah. and, uh, it was probably the second time I ever got my energy read and, uh, I got my energy. This is like a very personal story too. So I'm like, I guess we'll share it on the podcast. I feel inclined to share it. I don't know, but it's very personal. And if you're close to me, you've heard it. So I'm sorry. You're hearing it again. So like three years ago, it was probably the second or third energy reading I'd ever gotten. And, uh, I used to, they were in person. So I was recording it on my phone. So I have an audio recording of it. And in this energy reading, like my life was great three years ago. Like I was like killing it at real estate. I was, I think Reese was a baby or I was most money we'd ever made. Yeah. It was awesome. Like life was great. I had no complaints. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. Still feeling a little bit like, I don't know who I am, but like, that's normal. I'm 28, whatever. Life is great. Um, and I get this energy reading done and she talks about, um, I don't know how else to put it other than just to share it. So here we go. Um, she talks, she's like, she sees things when she does energy reading. So she's yeah. like, I see this brick building. And, um, I had an ancestor from like my dad's side come forward and it was like an uncle or somebody. And he was like trying to help me figure out what this was. And it was like this brick building and, and, uh, it was old and, uh, I'm going to get emotional talking about it cause it's like very, very personal. So um, and it kind of looked like a library, but not really a library. And it was just this building. And in this building, it was like, I had, I was just by myself and I had this light and I had this candle and I was by myself and, and, um, kind of throughout going with it, it was like, she couldn't, she was just asking questions and things like that. But it was like, whatever this is, is like, you're going to help people yeah. and you're going to be able to share your message and you're going to be able to talk about things. Um, Sorry. And, uh, and she was like, I'm seeing like, as you share and as you do these things and as you talk about whatever, she doesn't say talk, but like, as you are doing, as you're doing what you want to be doing, you're helping other people and you're taking this light and you're passing it on, like you're lighting other candles. And eventually like the, like, I can't, I can just see forever and ever that these candles are lit. And in the moment I was like, what the crap? Like, what does that even mean? And I hung on to that for years and I would ask in energy readings and I wasn't getting anything. And I was like, is this something I create or is it something that's already created or, um, and it was always just like, Hey, it will, you know, like you create it. And I was like, does it have to do with my current job? And it's like, no, it's, 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 it's separate from that. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I'm just supposed to be a real estate agent. Like this doesn't make any sense. And like, maybe it is the, like training at Berkshire. Like, I don't know. And, yeah. and, and it was just like, it, whatever it is, it'll just happen. Like, it's just going to happen. And it's, it's very organic and it, it just flows. And I'm like, what the crap? And I remember like I came home and I told you and I was like, I don't know what this is, but it drives me crazy. <laughs> and I've held on to it. And we've explored options of like, I feel like people should know. It's like, we've explored options of like event spaces and like, maybe we're going to host like a ton of events and we're going to bring people together that way. And like, yeah, all of these things, like we explored so many avenues and nothing felt right. Um, and it wasn't until just recently that we kind of were like, we're going to do the coaching thing with grind together. Like there's a reason we started this podcast. Yeah. There's a reason that we felt so drawn to do it. Um, 
We'll go back still. Cause you even, you asked your energy reader again and you're like, what, what is this? Like, what are yeah. we supposed to do? Yeah. And she was just, and you're like, we started a podcast. Is it that? And she's like, well, she's like, yeah, she's like, oh, I mean, I don't remember. she's like, kind of, but not, it's not really the podcast. It like kind of has something to do with it, but it's not yeah. really that because energy work is like not necessarily receiving answers. It's just like kind of guidance and direction a little bit. Well, the thing is, is you create your own energy. Yeah. So yeah. like my energy already knew what, what was mm-hmm. going on. And so and it's funny to look back because like we've probably got our energy read more in the last year than like ever before. Yeah. And it was almost like I needed to do everything and everything needed to happen in our relationship and in our personal lives and everything to even get to where we're at right now to like make this leap. Sure. Um, because I look back and I'm like, we started the podcast before I even knew anything going on in our relationship. Like, we, do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And like, yeah. I was drawn to do some of the things that I wanted to do even before I, before I saw even what this could even be or even the potential of this. Do you know Mm. what I mean? And so by the time I kind of had this like realization of like, okay, cool. What does this look like? We were like, okay, we're going to make, we're going to dabble in the coaching game, but we, we hadn't decided to quit our jobs yet. We were like, we're going to do both. We're going to coach. We're going to... You keep fast forwarding. No, Stop fast I know. Forwarding. I have to fast oh, okay. forward because Sorry. it's not going to make sense. Yeah. I'm like, you know the story. <laughs> and uh, so like, anyways, we were like, we're going to kind of do this, but we were like a half in, half out because we still need to have our jobs and we were yeah. trying to figure out how to make it all work. And we had a session with one of, with our, with our coach that we go to. Yeah. And uh, we had some cool like realizations there and it was awesome. And we were driving home and I was just kind of like, I, um, I, I, you and I were talking and you were just like, Lauren, I need you to promise me tonight that like, you'll just write everything down like that. You won't forget. And like, I've always wanted to be good at journaling and I'm not. Um, and I was like, okay, fine. I will like, I'll write it down. I'll remember Matt. I have a really good memory. And you're like, no, please just take time tonight and write it down. I was like, okay, fine. I will. So that night, I sit down and I'm like, I'm in a journal. I actually avoided it for a long time. Like I thought of like 9 million other things I could do. And I was like, cool, whatever. So I came in our little office where we like filmed this. And uh, I sat down to start writing. And I was like, wait, like I started. And I was like, wait, we had just booked an event. Like mm-hmm. our event that's on Thursday. We had just booked that. And I was yeah. like, what does that building look like? Hold on. Like, what does that building look like? And I like pulled up Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, it's a brick building. Like, wait, what? And then I like stopped for a minute and I was like, what did that energy reading say? Because I hadn't listened to it in forever. So I went back and listened to the energy reading and I was sitting in your chair right there and I was like sobbing and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the heavens have opened and I, I mean like. I literally received like what I would call personal revelation in that, in that moment of like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like, and I don't know how else to put it other than that. And like, it's such a cool feeling. And I feel like I personally needed that because I don't think I could have made the decisions without it. Um, and I think that's sometimes what people are like answers to prayers or whatever kind of spiritual person you believe in. For me, it really was like my higher self. And like, I believe God, like, coming to me and being like, finally, like the only word I can put to it is enlightenment is like, you figured it out. Like, good job. Like big hugs. Do you know what I mean? And I texted you cause you were in our room and I was like, get out here. Oh my gosh. I need to talk to you. OMG. And you like came out and we like sat here for probably like two hours in the most like sacred, coolest experience. Like I have yet to ever experience in my entire life of like, just pure, like, like this is what we're supposed to be doing. And I, like, I don't know how else to put it other than that. And I know not everybody's going to get that like lightning bolt moment, but that moment made it so hard for me to deny like anything else. Like I couldn't deny that this is what we were supposed to be doing. And like it, like I said, like it didn't matter what it was going to take. Like I was going to figure out how to make it happen. Because how could I not? Like, I was put on this earth to do this. And that's how I feel. Like, and I don't, I, and so that for me was awesome. And we went to bed and it was great. And we woke up the next morning and I said to you, if I quit my job, don't be mad at me. Because we hadn't quit yet. Yeah. And you looked at me with like the most serious eyes of like, 
you don't get to do that before me. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't get to steal that thunder. Um, and you dropped me off at my office. I actually couldn't go into my office that day. Yeah. I was like so emotional. Like I was like crying. You had to walk me in because um, I didn't want to be there. And I just felt like I was like betraying myself. I didn't know what to do. I was really emotional. And you walked me in and I did an f- interview for somebody that day and it was horrible and I felt really bad about how bad I did the interview. And uh, I texted you and you weren't texting me back. And I was mm-hmm. like, that little MFer's quitting right now. I knew it. <laughs> I just knew it. I was like, he's quitting his job. Well, and yeah. I was like, did you quit? Are you quitting? Hello? Why are you not answering me? And we were supposed to meet up for lunch and you weren't responding. And I was like, he's fully quitting right now. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're doing it. Yeah. I guess we're doing it. Well, it was interesting. My perspective on that night and like our story and everything is to backtrack a little bit more is that like, we didn't even know to your point, we didn't even know the reason why we started our podcast. Right. And like looking back, it's, it was kind of all like divine intervention. Right. Um, because the very first episode that we put out there was about suicide. Yeah. And that's what we were going through at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we realized that as we share the things that make us, that we're going through, whether or not it makes us uncomfortable or not, that it helps other people. No, right? 100%. And the responses that we got, even from the very first episode that we did of this podcast, were so like, literally it was just like, thank you so much for sharing your story sorry if I get emotional too, but even that first episode of the podcast, we, we got a message from a person. Um, it was probably 3 AM, 2 AM in the morning. Yeah. And he was just like, guys, I'm sitting up at night. I literally contemplating killing myself. Um, and somehow I found your podcast. Yeah. We didn't even advertise it or anything. We just put it out there for people to listen to. Right. And he was like, it saved me. Um, and that was huge for me. And I'd never felt anything like that after I read that text. Yeah. Um, because all we did was talk. All we did was share what was going on with us. Yeah. Right. And so fast forward to that night where you had, or we had our like come to Jesus. Um, you texted me and said, Hey, come out here. And I sat next to you and just listened because I'd already been there. I'd had yeah. my, like I had known that this is what I want to be doing. I, uh, I meditate a lot. Um, and if, if you know anything about meditation is that you can receive answers for yourself because you have all the answers inside of yourself. Yeah. Um, and that's another road we could go down too, but, um, I know my purpose and people say like, Oh, find your purpose in life. But guys, that's really hard. It's not easy. Oh yeah. It's not easy to find your purpose because like, I mean, your purpose might to be, might be to be a salesman. That wasn't mine. Right. Um, I found that my purpose in life is, is genuinely to share my story. Yeah. Right. And as we share our stories, I know that we can help other people, um, to get either to the stage that we're at or wherever they need to be in their lives. Right. But my number one goal is to keep people around. I don't want people dying. I don't want people killing themselves. Right. I don't want people to go be in a relationship that they don't want to be in and end up not and end up choosing to take their lives instead of fixing the actual problems. Right. So that's where mine started. I mean, it's grown a little bit since then, but I'd already known that that was like my, my purpose. I know that that's my role. And as I share, then, then I can help. Yeah. And I was kind of just waiting for you to, uh, to see it as well. Right. It took me a long time. Yeah. And so that night when you had that realization, we just sat here, like you said, for a couple hours and we just cried. Like, yeah, just cry just raw emotion of like wow we i've never felt that way before and we're super religious like yeah i've never felt that way before i've never actually felt called to something that way um and i'm so glad that that i had felt it but that also more more glad that also you got there Mm -hmm. right because from there on it was just like okay great balls to the wall what are we going to do with this and it was so funny because literally the next morning i was like i'm done yeah i quit (laughs) I'm doing this. You quit that Monday. I yeah. quit the next Monday. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been great ever since. <laughs> and, what, and to your point of, of it hasn't been perfect. No, right? it's been far from that. But the, the picture that I want to paint is like, if you've ever seen like radio waves, 
right? Um, or like radio frequencies, they go like up and they go, or like a heartbeat, right? Oh yeah. It goes up and it goes down and there's like, there's mountains and there's valleys, right? Yeah. Um, and then like on a heartbeat, there's like flat line, right? Yeah. Where there's a line straight through the heartbeat. Sorry, let me, but, um, there's a line straight through the heartbeat. And when you're just on that line, you're dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you flatline, that's when you're dead. And I genuinely feel that there's so many people that just live on the flat line, right? There's a word that we use, it's called apathy and they just, they're living numb. They're not living. And so when you're experiencing the valleys and the lows, when you're experiencing the mountains and the highs, like that's when you're actually doing something. Yeah. When you're, when you, when you go down into like a, like the hardest place you've ever been, the only where, the only place that you can go is up. And you can build the strongest foundation at the very, very bottom to be able to, to support yourself on the way up. Yeah. And that's where we had to go. Like even in our relationship where we were like, yeah, we got to the point of divorce. We got to the point of like not wanting to be together. Um, we got to what our low. Yeah. And we were just like, okay, cool. How do we work out of this? And that's when we found this route, which is so cool. Yeah. But. But yeah, take that analogy and like genuinely, are you going through lows and highs or are you flatlining, right? Because in my life, I was on the straight flatline and I'm like, I, I didn't feel like I was living. And I think sometimes like that flatline is, is, is okay. Like it, it feels comfortable. It's easy. It's, but you can also mask it also, with, you can also might. mask it with like, like, oh, I'm going to go buy the new thing. Sure. Right? Or just to feel something or I'm going to go. Yeah. Or like, that's when people are like, I, I just need to feel something. I need to go experience something else. Like, let me go do, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I think like, I was gonna say like, even sometimes the flat line's not easy. I know there's a lot of people financially right now who like financially, I feel like most people are struggling and yeah, but we're not talking about finances. Babe. I know that, but I'm talking about life. Cause I think yeah. that's probably the number one reason people don't take action on things is the True. fear of living or finances or like providing or whatever that is like I feel like if you took money out of it and everybody had a little money tree that they could pull from everybody would be doing what they wanted to be doing for the most part other than the fact that of letting I would say finances are a big fear of people's and like not believing in themselves is the second like is it like those are your top two right there hanging out in the realm of things right or they're they're the ones we hear probably the most of like why I'm not doing what I want to be doing. Um, but I was going to say, sorry, I was trying to thought, um, sometimes it's not easy and I'm not like this whole episode is not to say like, go quit your job and like conquer the world or whatever. It's like, Hey, like just reevaluate. Like, why are you not happy where you're at? Or like, are you really happy? Like I remember I thought I was fucking on cloud nine and you we're like, is this it? And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean is this it? Like, this yeah. is great. We've worked so hard to be here. And you were like, truly, like, do you see yourself selling real estate forever? And I was like, yeah, I do. Like, yeah, hmm. I, actually I do. And it, and you were like, really though, like, do you? And I was like, I'm actually not sure because I've never thought about anything else. And you were like, that's a problem. And you were like, think about it. Like, take it away. What would you do? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and I was truthfully like, Oh, I don't know. Like if that got taken away, I don't, I don't know. Like that's, that was my course of life. I don't know. That was what was to- I was told. That was what I was shown. Yeah. That's what I was good at. So like, why would I veer from that? Right. Is that really what I like? My heart is desiring. Not a hundred percent. Like it's great. And I like it and I'm good at it. But like, is that what I wanted to be doing? I don't know. Right. Obviously not. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I think sometimes it's just asking yourself those questions of like, Hey, is this it? Like, and it's not in a bad way. It's just kind of like a, in your perfect world, what, what would it look like? like when you opened your eyes in the morning, what does that perfect day look like? And yeah. why are you not doing it? Or what's causing you not to be able to do it? And how can you get around those things? Well, it goes back to what everybody tells their kids all the time, right? Which of, is? You can be anything you want to be and yeah. you can do anything you want to do but yet we're still stuck in the job because we feel like we have to make, let's say five to $10,000 a month to buy the new car and to have the house. So our kids can go to school and then play the games and do the activities. 
but we come home and we're super miserable. Yeah. And then we get the promotion and we buy the newer car and add to our expenses and put ourselves more in debt. And we're just playing that game over and over again. Yeah. And like we're keeping up with the Joneses and we're making sure that everybody else thinks that we're okay and that we're good. But really inside, like we're not. Yeah. And we're just not. And we're sitting there telling, sitting there telling little Johnny that, Hey, you can, you can grow up and you can be whatever you want to be. Right. But your dad isn't doing anything. And your dad's just literally coasting through life. And your mom is just trying to like keep her head above water, cleaning everything up and working the job and doing whatever she does. Right. And I don't think little Johnny's going to trust you when he turns 18. Right. Um, and that was really hard. I think that's really hard for everybody to stare that in the face and be like, am I actually doing what I want to be doing? And am I lying to my kids? Am I lying to everybody else? And more importantly, am I lying to myself? Yeah. And when you come to that realization, you actually will start to ask yourself what you really want and what you really could be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, really cool because as we see ourselves for who we are, we come out with what actually the truth of what we could do. Yeah. Um, again, it's not easy. And it's, it was a really, really hard realization for us. Um, but as we looked in the mirror, we just couldn't live with the people that we were anymore. Um, and so, right. Yeah. We, uh, we knew that we had the podcast. We knew that this is fun. And guys, we've never made a dime doing this podcast. Yeah. We don't make anything. We just love it. Never made like one dime doing the podcast, but we find so much fulfillment and purpose in doing it. And maybe one day we'll get some supporters out there and maybe one day we'll get some sponsors (laughs) and stuff like that. And you guys will have to listen to ads. Um, right now is not that time. Yeah. And, and that's okay for us, but we find so much purpose in sharing our story so other people can actually like help so we can help other people grow into what they want to be. Yeah. Right. Um, because as we share our stories, we like, we bring other people with us. And so that's what we're doing with the podcast. And, and if you know our story and we would kind of, um, kind of urge you to listen to the past episodes Mm -hmm. of like what our story actually is, um, we ended up going to somebody and investing in ourselves. And that was another thing too. Everybody was like, yeah, the best investment you can make is in yourself. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that mean? I'm like, I'm gonna go get eyelashes. I'm gonna go get my exactly. nails done, I mean, my hair done, my gym. Yeah, that's, no, part, that's of it. part of it. But for me in my, in that stage of life, I was like, well, that means I'm going to go buy the gun or the car or the new shoes or whatever it is. Like, that's what I want to be doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's investing in me. I feel good about it. Right. But really investing in you is like your knowledge, your sense of, of being, right? Yeah. Um, who you are, your brain, figuring out your mental state, that's investing in you, Yeah. right? Like you see these people going to these conferences all the time or going to like breathwork sessions or buying the gym membership, right? Those are investing in yourself. Yeah. It really is. And I think they have the highest return, in my opinion. And the, the reason is, is because I truly believe let's talk about highest return, right? I truly believe that if we don't, when I was not investing in myself and when I couldn't see myself for who I was, I got fat, I got miserable, I got anxious, depressed and suicidal, mm-hmm. right? And it's because I was inve- I was putting my money into other things. I was putting my money into like the food. I was putting my money into the car, the house, whatever it was. I was giving and I wasn't, it, nothing was coming back to me, Right. I wasn't investing in my body in, in, in anything like that in my nothing. Right. And I didn't realize that that was what that meant. Right. Um, and so I got so unhappy so fast and like, I just played that game of what I just barely described of like making me more money and buying the new thing. Yeah. Right. Um, until we came down to the fact where it was just like, do these things actually help us or are they actually hindering us from living a better life? And we came down to the fact that they're hindering us from living a better life. And so like, let's get rid of them. Let's get rid of the accounts. Let's get rid of the cars. Let's get rid of the, the subscriptions and all the things. Right. Yeah. Um, and that, that's just what it came down to. It was just, it's just a really cool realization to look back in your life and be like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm doing what I want to now. But so we did the podcast route, right? Um, We're doing the podcast route. We're not stopping doing the podcast route. Um, we, hit a point where we hired a coach, right? Mm -hmm. We actually invested in ourselves Mm -hmm. and that was the hardest money I've ever spent. 
hardest money I've ever spent. Yeah, it was hard. Um, and it wasn't like it was a small amount of money either. No, we did it after we quit. Mm-hmm. That was fun. <laughs> we like made that decision. We were like going. Yeah. We were going for a little bit. It was on and off. And then we're just like, we have to go all in. If we want to do this and we we're want like, to better ourselves, go. we're going to do it. And we did. And that was the hardest money we ever spent. Um, the best. I, like, I don't regret a dime. I know. And it was, it's cool because every single day, like we go twice a week to the coach that we go to. And literally it's like, guys, it's night and day. We could have a horrible day and then we could just figure it out the next day. Yeah. Right? I think the thing with coaching now, look, cause I was like such a hater on it at first. I was like, I don't understand this. This right. is stupid. I can figure it out. I right. don't need it. I don't need therapy. Fuck that. Whatever. I really was like that. No, I felt the same way. Um, I did not want to go. No, it just seems stupid. I was like, I don't right. understand this. And like, I'm saying that because I know that a lot of people have those same thoughts. Right. Um, but for me, it's been so nice because like you can go to the event, you can go to the breathwork classes, you can go to the retreats, you can go do the rituals, like whatever it is. And I think all those are amazing. And I think they're Well, we've been needed. to them and they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. And like, well, I love them, but you leave and you're like on a high and you're like, yes, I'm going to change the world. And then something happens in your personal life and you're like, fuck. And, and you're, you're back, back to, to square. square. Yeah. Yep. And you're like, crap. So I think what coaching has done for us is given us those tools to continually can like work on ourselves. Like it's like continual yeah. high of the retreats. It's the continual growth. It's the continual work. Um, and I've loved that about coaching that I didn't realize that that's really what I was wanting. It's not necessarily it's getting past the stories that we continually tell ourselves on a day-to-day basis of yeah. like, this is why I am the way that I am. And like those stories are okay, but they're used to protect us. And so cutting to get through those and to work through and to grow and to develop. And like, it's the best thing I've ever done, not only for myself, but like for our marriage, for our kids. Like yeah. I truly could not say like, if you were ever to take like, what are some things in your life that you are so grateful you've done? Like it would probably be in my top five, if not my top three things I've done. Yeah. So I don't know. That's been fun. Yeah. So we, we went to that and that was the first investment that we made in ourselves. Um, and it was interesting because we um, sat across from a person that actually saw us for what we could be yeah. rather than everybody else that I was asking for opinions, right? Like before of what they think I should be, right? Or, yeah, or what they wish they would, they were exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that goes like to projections and stuff like that. But yeah, I just had, and like we had to start asking ourselves what we, what we actually wanted to do. And it was cool as we went through this and as we worked through all of our relationship problems, our marital problems and things like that, this person sitting across from us was like, Hey, you guys can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we believed and we, but like, we actually implemented for ourselves, um, and started practicing the things that we were being taught and we're like, okay, cool. And like, you guys have seen it. Um, you guys have seen how our relationship has grown. If you've listened to us for a long time, um, and we were like, okay, cool. Yeah, I think we can. And yeah. we had started the podcast at that point and we had helped some people work through some things. We weren't experts by any means, um, but we, we were willing, right? And we were just doing it just for fun. And we're like, okay, cool. Well, we don't feel called to what we're doing anymore. So that's, and that's when everything came out. We're yeah. just like, let's quit. So, so that's what we, that's where we were at and that's what it came down to. And now we're on a journey of, we genuinely feel so called to help other people get to the same spot that we're at or whatever spot you need to get in your relationship and in your life. Right. Yep. And granted guys, there's a lot of people that do coaching. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of therapists out there. Right. Um, the coolest part about us is that we see each other for who we are Yeah. and we get to do this together. And I'm just going to put this small plug. There's not many people that can do what we do together. Yeah. Um, and we bring so much to the table when it comes to that. And like, there's really nothing that we haven't been through that we couldn't help somebody else out with. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and genuinely, like we got down to the point where we, we are, we stopped being afraid of asking for what we wanted to. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're at now. Yeah. And so genuinely what we want is, Like we want to help you. We want to help your relationship. We want to help your mental state. We want to make sure that you want to be here. Don't leave. Right. Um, And if that's something that you want for yourself, then we would love to talk to you. So I guess this episode really is about like, we quit our jobs without knowing where we were going to go. And we've 
I mean, we kind of knew where we were going to go, the direction we wanted to take. Um, but we did it without, without a perfect blueprint plan. We had zero roadmap of how to get there. Mm -hmm. Right. And we just trusted ourselves enough to get to the point where we're at right now. Yep. Right. And it is so, so crazy that, and I wish that, I mean, one day I, I wish, I hope I can make a movie of what our life or write a book or something like that of what our life has, has turned out to be even at the stage of being 31 years old. Right. But it's been so crazy that as we literally just put ourselves out there and be our true selves and don't hold anything back, how our lives have changed mm-hmm. for the better. Right. And it's really, really hard for other people on the outside to see that because um, not many people can do that. And I feel so grateful every single day that I've felt the calling that we felt right to do this because I've, I've said it over and over again. I don't think a lot of people get to feel that feeling in their lifetime. Yeah. Um, but genuinely my purpose is to help other people feel that yep. and to understand where they need to go with their lives and to understand how they can change their mindset to actually live a positive, free thinking, happy life. Like it, it's, it's crazy how many people are walking around not happy and it makes me really, really sad. No, right. hundred percent. Anyway. So yeah, that's our story of, of all the fun stuff. So the short of it, <laughs> we are now, uh, certified coaches and, yeah. uh, we would love to talk to you. Um, right now we're doing free discovery sessions for the month of September. Um, the link is in our Instagram bio. We'll put it also in the podcast show notes as well. Um, that's kind of our calendar of when we can meet. We can meet in person here in Utah if you're here in Utah locally. Um, or we are doing um, like Skype or Zoom sessions. Like Skype isn't even a thing anymore. Sorry. No, like Zoom. FaceTime, Google yeah, Meets FaceTime. or Zoom. Yeah. Um, just like over the phone, um, face-to-face, like things over the phone that mm-hmm. way. Um, so that's kind of our calendar i guess i would say but we do have some flexibility if those times don't work for you reach out we'd still love to talk to you um but we are doing coaching we have like pricing all that fun stuff there um and then on top of that as well we are going to be offering some other fun stuff as months go on maybe on like a smaller scale if you're not like hey coaching's for me i need this um we'll offer a subscription based based off of like grind together um, community kind of a thing. So you can be part of a community of couples. We say relationships, but in our minds, relationships are everything. It's a relationship to you, a relationship to your spouse, life, business, your kids, everything. So relationships are over like all encompassing. It's not just a relationship, like an intimate relationship. Um, so think about it that way. So we are relationship coaches in that sense. And we are very passionate, obviously about intimate relationships as far as like spouses and partnerships go that way but we would love to talk to any and everybody for the discovery sessions for the month of september um and we just like matt said we just love to help you we we truly believe that we can help guide you into having like the most incredible life you could ever imagine and helping you realize that and giving you the tools and the resources and and to help you get on that journey there um but yeah, we, I mean like that's comes, kind of the short it, of it. It comes with, with the perspective of the male and the female. And I think that's yes. the coolest part where like the call, the calls that we've had so far and the meetings that we've had so far, because I mean, they've kind of piled up to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, which is super, super cool. Um, they can be the most simple things, but they can be the, but they can also be the most complex things too. Like call me about a porn problem. Call me about like whatever it is about a relationship problem. Or if you feel stuck in your job or don't know what to do next, um, like how to take the next step, whatever it is. Like we've had so many conversations with so many cool people. Um, and really what it, everything happens really organically of, of, okay, cool. How do we just implement a different style of thinking and a different lifestyle too? Yeah, so, yeah. but, uh, yeah. Um, I guess my point in saying that is just like, don't be afraid to, to schedule with us. Yeah, We want to talk to you. Right. We want to talk. It's that's why we chose to do this. It's like these mm-hmm. conversations are what we want to do when we want to have them. And they literally make our lives so much better. The calls that we have had and the meetings we have um, had here at our home. It's like, oh my gosh, people even you and I just sit here in awe of like, this is really what we want to be doing. This is so incredible. This is so amazing. Yeah. We learn so much from you as well. And mm-hmm. we love you. And we like truthfully like, I say, I was like, we couldn't do it without you, but like, 
we need you and we want to talk to you. We want to be involved in your life and we want to be those people that you can come to and confide in and talk to and let us be your biggest cheerleaders and let us also call you out on your shit. Right. Like let us do that for you. Mm-hmm. We want to. <laughs> it's so fun to have somebody like that in your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then on top of that too, because uh, there's a lot of people like, okay, cool. What are you going to do? How are you going to make money? All that kind of crap, right? Yeah. Like um, there's an endless amount of ways to make money. And I think that that's the last thing that I want to end with, right? Um, cause yeah, we could do the coaching, we could do the events, we could do the speaking engagements, all that kind of stuff. Right. But for anybody out there listening, genuinely, if you're wanting to quit your job or you want to change your lifestyle a little bit, right. Look into different things of how to make money. Like my feed on Instagram for so long was like, I made $10,000 this month on Amazon selling FBA or whatever it is. Right. And I know that people have thought that. So there's different ways to do it. And, um, like even Gary V, which is super famous guy. He's just like, if you're making less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, I would advise you to quit your job and go sell things on eBay, go garage selling. Right? Like there's so many different ways. If you're not happy with your life that you can change it. Um, and I truly believe that. And I think that that is something to look at within yourself of, is this what I want to be doing? And if it's not, then I, you have the power to change it. And we would love to help you and walk through through that conversation. Yep. All right, guys. Okay, reach out to us. Um, We'll put all the links below and uh, we'll see you next week. Yep, love you guys.